and I, I never really wanted to get a tattoo because I was always worried like well what if I actually lose my weight this time and it like gets ruined or I just didn't have that like love of myself from the inside out yet and instead I was just like almost beating up on my body like nothing was ever good enough or I needed to lose weight or I knew that there was something else inside of me. Hello friends, I'm excited to introduce you to my friend Jaylin. Uh, <laughs> hi Jaylin. Uh, Jaylin is a wellness coach, entrepreneur powerhouse who came here today to talk to us about bravery, authenticity, and really what it means to be yourself so fearlessly that it makes others want to do the same. Um, we have been friends, family friends really for over a decade now. Um, our dads both work together at the same church. Uh, and then, you know, we've gone off in different directions, but we're both very much, you know, doing the same, just lifting people up. Uh, so I guess to start, why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself? Oh gosh. Yeah, it's been, it's been a long, we're PK littles together in the yes. church. Uh, <laughs> gosh. Yeah. So I'm pastor's kid. I'm also a mom, a wife. I have two littles that Jessica actually took the newborn pictures from my first little. I was like seeing memories of that on Facebook the other day. I was like, and then like my wedding photos she was the second shooter for those you've kind of been interwoven into my life just as it's gone about um but yeah i have two boys five and three um we run a health coaching business out of our home which has been um really awesome in quarantine because i was ready for that so woo <laughs> but it's been you know, over the past five years, I was always unhealthy, overweight my whole life. I lost 95 pounds in nine months using this program. And three weeks into my journey, I decided to become a health coach because I was like, I experiencing all of this transformation. I mean, I'd lost weight before, but I never transformed my life before. And this time was just, there was something different about it. And I wanted other people to have that hope. And so over the last five years, we've built this incredible health coaching business where, you know, it's not just about me giving people the answers, but helping other people take their own steering wheel and drive their car and go from, you know, wherever they're at right now to a life of fulfillment and joy and purpose and in all areas of life. I love that I get to, yeah, I get to transform people's bodies and that's fun. You know, like people love getting to wear smaller jeans and all of that <laughs> stuff. But I think more so they love the energy that they have They when they focus on their purpose and they focus on creating something new, they, um, there's like a light that happens in people. And I love seeing that go off. And I love seeing the ripple effect that that has in the lives of so many people, like their, their family and their friends and to see them living and doing things that they never dreamed that they could do before. I just, it's like the best job. I love it to pieces. And five years later, it just gets better and better and it never gets old. So it's a fun life we get to live. And I even wore, we're, we're talking about fear today. I wore my kick fear in the face sweatshirt. Perfect. Uh, with, you know, clothing that speaks and all the things. And I have my nose ring in. So yes. I don't know if you even got to see it. Most people, I don't even notice it anymore because it's just part of me. But like, <laughs> I was like, oh, here we go. Nose ring. I'm like wearing it proud. <laughs> yeah. Is that the one that you got at Avanti? 
Yeah, it is the one that I got <laughs> in Ponzi. So when Jessica messaged me about this, this Zoom call, this podcast, I was like, you are the head of Avanti now? That's where I got my nose rings. <laughs> you know, all the, we're just all, we're connected. We're never it's not true. gonna be connected. It's gonna be great. It's such a small world. When you're like, oh, I know Avanti. It was way before I started. I was like, oh, I manage the shop now. It's like so cool. <laughs> so awesome. <laughs> Uh, but I love what you said about um, it's the light that you see It's and the process of creating that kind of like self-discovery and really the light that it brings. Because it's what I like about um, being a part of piercing is some people come in and they just want to like, they're, it's not a spiritual experience for them, at least not in that moment. But a lot, like the ma most majority of people who come in, it's it's a coming of age journey. Like it's daughters mm. getting their ears pierced for the first time. Um, it's women reclaiming their bodies back. But many just amazing stories of people just like, this is me, this is my body and I love it as it is now. And that's something that I think you can relate to because they're, they're coming into, my body is actually pretty cool. Like it's pretty, you know, it's it can do all of these amazing things. and everyone's body has differences that you know we might see as flaws but really they're just unique unique abilities to your own body yeah yeah definitely well and i i love i love that concept because i think so many of us we try and get healthy because we're trying to fix a problem and there's no problem in anybody you know i i always used to say i was a healthy person living in a fat suit because i really didn't feel unhealthy i felt like i could still do things and but i knew i was restricted in other ways like i always had to i was always i hated going shopping there were things that i knew that i wanted to like that weren't quite like matching up and then you know i had this i have this tattoo I don't know if you guys can see it. It says Ahava and it means everlasting love. And I actually, I was going to get this tattoo before, um, before I got married to my husband, we were 20, we were babies, we were babies <laughs> when we got married, but I was going to get this tattoo, but I was probably two, at least 200 pounds, if not 215, like in that range. And I, I never really wanted to get a tattoo because I was always worried like, well, what if I actually lose my weight this time and it like gets ruined or I just didn't have that like love of myself from the inside out yet. And instead I was just like almost beating up on my body. Like nothing was ever good enough or I needed to lose weight or I knew that there was something else inside of me. I just wasn't quite sure how to unlock it and how to like let it come out. And so that was a lot of what my, like starting on my health journey was about. I stopped like beating myself up for being unhealthy and overweight. And I started like, I need to treat food as fuel instead of my emotions. And I need to deal with my crap. And I need to, you know, like I just kind of had, I mean, it, it came to a point where like I had my son and I think everybody has this moment of where it turns spiritual for them or like, that coming of age or we just all have like those defining moments in our life that we need to go through in order to transform and we are made to transform like god designed us to transform he didn't design us to be in these bodies he didn't design us to be overweight and i knew that 
my whole life, you know, I was told your body's the temple. And I was like, well, mine's a crappy temple. <laughs> what? Are you sure? <laughs> hey, are you sure this is a temple? But when I chose to get healthy and I made that decision, I was deciding to finally treat my body the way it was designed to be treated. And that was a difference in mindset. You know, it wasn't that I was bad or that my extra weight was bad. It was just a reflection of where I was actually going for my hope and my health. And I think that's, that's my goal as a coach is to help people see that like, there's no judgment on you. The body positivity motion is like a really big deal to me because people see me now y'all like you see me you see my face and my head but you probably are thinking i cannot believe she lost 95 pounds most people don't even know now that it's been five years that i lost that much weight yeah but i have the battle scars to prove it and i'm so thankful for my story because i remember thinking like i'm happy with where i'm at and it was kind of a lie that I would tell myself because I wasn't like, I wasn't living my best life there. and I wasn't feeling good in my skin. I felt like a foreigner. I felt like I was wearing a fat suit and there was a healthy person underneath. And so slowly I started like digging out and just getting real with myself. Like, okay, what does it mean to transform the way I look at food? What does it mean to transform my mindset towards food or other other people even like I was so worried everybody was gonna judge me and now I'm like you know healthy or unhealthy wherever you're at like you're a human being you have value and I think so many people don't necessarily see that and it takes those defining moments to spark a change that takes you on a journey to like really end up becoming who you are at the end of the day yeah, no, entirely. Uh, when I when I started getting pierced, like my big, like first major one was I got my septum pierced and I was in a relationship at the time that was not healthy at all. Like it was absolutely terrible. And any relationship that I had really been in up until that point was also just absolutely terrible and unhealthy. I had been told over and over again, that's an ugly piercing. That's you will look like a cow, actually, you know, word for word, <laughs> you know? And I would hear myself regurgitating those words. But internally, I was like, you know, I'm self-conscious about my nose. I'm self-conscious about this part of my body. And by piercing a part of myself that, first off, it was a piercing that was scary. And second off, it was a part of my body that I was afraid to draw attention to. It made me, kind of face my fear and I was like okay I actually have to accept this part of my body now I'm drawing like literally like a big like arrow like look at my nose you know it's any sort of form like you know if you lose all that weight you're still the same person you're just drawing more attention to yourself right you know? and that was exactly what I saw I <laughs> lost I thought I mean and blink at me at the screen if you are with me here yeah but like holy moly, I lost 95 pounds and I thought that would fix it. I thought that would make magic happen. And like, I will be good once I lose 95 pounds. Well, turns out it just, I just didn't have anything hiding me anymore. It was just me. And 
that's kind of been the cool part about the last four years is that I've learned so much more about who I am and what I like I'm blonde right now I'm not a natural obviously I'm not a natural blonde and kind of thankful that my hairstylist put a little bit more brown in my roots before this quarantine happened because it's growing out nice but um I am getting a lot of like Facebook group notifications going gray gracefully and I'm like I'm like 28 not growing gray <laughs> at all like leave me alone um but what was really cool is over the last four years, I've really seen me come into my own self and I realized I always made fun of like blondes. But I like being blonde, it's fun. It's so fun. I realized I'm fun. I realized I have a sense of humor that I love. I realized I love being active and there's a lot of things that were revealed through me shedding that weight off of myself that like you said, I loved, I loved how you said that because we do, we're afraid to draw attention to ourselves, but we also want the attention on ourselves yeah. at the same time. It's like, it's a need that we have, but we don't quite know what to do with it. And we kind of feel selfish almost like doing that. And I was always so, I mean, especially after I lost my weight, people criticized me for being healthy or being unhealthy. And then people started saying, you're not gonna get too skinny, are you? You're not gonna blah, 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 blah. Are you sure you're okay? <laughs> and it's like, I love y'all so much. I'm great. I'm so healthy. And it just like, I had to really wrestle with that. Like what, what is health to me? And this is my journey. This is my lane. I get to be in it and I get to decide, you know, obviously we want people in our lives to like, let us know when things are getting to an unhealthy place or, and there are good moments where like my parents tried to say, do you want to get healthy? Or the doctor would say, <laughs> you need to get healthy. But until it was something that came from inside of me, it wasn't something that stuck and it wasn't something that happened. But once it was a purpose inside of me that I saw, I'm not going to be able to be the mom that I want to be to my kids if I don't get my body healthy and have some different habits. That internal awakening in me, that intrinsic motivation, it shifted my perspective to where I wasn't like struggling to make decisions that were healthy ones. I wanted it because I was so focused on what I was creating over here instead of what I was trying to run away from over here. It was like the desire pulled me. And I saw just this, this person becoming. And I found joy in the journey. And it was incredible. And I'm sure that's probably how you, so you never finished the story of your septum piercing, but how'd you feel oh, yeah. afterwards? I felt 100% like me. It was very much like, I'm like nodding with you like, yes, that's totally, it's everything. Like it, it's what sparked this kind of like, okay, I, first off, I'm my own woman. Like I can come up with my, I have my own mind. I have my own choices. Um, and that unlocks the freedom like nothing else. Like I didn't get my nose pierced for a guy, I didn't get my nose pierced for a relationship, I didn't get my nose pierced for a job, I got it for me. It wasn't for my friends, it wasn't for anyone else by, but me, and I actually, I went in by myself, 
I was going to buy a work shirt at Washington Square and could not find the work shirt anywhere. And I was like, oh, I've always been thinking of doing this. Do you guys pierce? And they're like, yes. <laughs> but, of course we do. <laughs> of course we do. But um, I had just graduated from George Fox and the class I took before I graduated was a philosophy philosophy of art class. And one of the things that really struck out to me was living the questions. And what we were talking about was um, growing up in the church and growing up in a place that is very like there's black and there's white. Well, as you grow up, you start to notice some gray areas. And when you're raised that there's just black and white and there's just yes and no, that what do you do with all those in between areas and all those questions? And what do you do when you know, you grow up in a culture where piercings are considered a little bit taboo and piercing and like tattoos are considered a definite no-no, but you have this like deep desire and deep need to continue to see this goodness that comes from them. Well, how do you wrestle with that, you know? And it, it definitely was like right at the beginning of my living the question journey in order to make my faith my own, to make my body my own, um, and to make my life my own, you know? And I think that's what I'm hearing from you when you you made those steps to claim your body as, you know, as your own and be like, okay, this is the temple in which I worship. This is the body that has brought life to two boys, you know? Like this, this is me and this is who I am. You were living the questions because I think that's a lot at the start of the journey, you sit there and you're like, okay, but what if, like, what does that mean? What does that look like? Will that affect you? Like, you know, I grew up in the church, you know, will that affect my, where I die? Like, you know, like it was so many big questions that you're not given the tools to handle. And you sometimes just have to be like brave about it and be like, okay, I have these questions. They're not going away. And they're just going to re-pop up in different aspects of my life, regardless of what outlet I go with. So you, you really have to wrestle with them to make those choices. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, and it's not, you know, I think we're just so concerned about what other people are going to think that we forget that, like, we serve one God and that he loves us regardless of what we do, regardless of the things. And it's not like that gives us a license to do whatever the heck we want. It's just that he's accepted, like, we've already done it. We've already done the things we've already, I hate when people judge other people for the sins that they do, because it's just, we're all sinners, like plain and simple. We're all the same and we all live different lives and God sees us equally, but he also sees us uniquely. And I think that that's really important too, is finding like this last five years has been a journey of me finding myself and finding my uniqueness and finding, you know, I wasn't just another person that was created like I thought I was when I was growing up, you know? Like, I just was like, everybody else is so much better than me. And, you know, I would always live in comparison and it was a thief of my joy. Like, I am the only Jalen that there is that exists in the world. Yes, there's other people named Jalen, but no one <laughs> has the same eyes as me and the nose and the mouth and the, mannerisms and and there's only one jessica too and i love that because the world needs you and me the world needs you who's listening right now like the world needs your unique combination of gifts and i realized that you know 
my unique combination of gifts, it's funny that you say like, you're kind of chasing that question because I really did wonder, well, God, why did you have me get healthy at 22? Cause here's what happened. Um, nobody else was getting, everyone's out like drinking, living their best. No one's having kids. Who's my age? I was 22. And I mean, none of my friends were having kids. No one was married. I was very much a unicorn in that sense, having two kids at, you know, I have two kids under the age of five at 28. I don't have a lot of peers that are in the same boat. And I have a lot of 30 something friends because that's, those are the people that are having babies. And on top of that, I'd gotten healthy and truly healthy in my mind. Like it wasn't just, I lost 20 pounds. It was okay. No, like I'm never going back to that old way of living and I've transformed my mind. And I've learned a lot of things that some 50 year olds have not learned. So to be in your twenties and have this like wisdom and knowledge and um, personal like fire for, for personal growth that I never thought I would have, um, it felt a little lonely to be honest with you. I was like, okay, um, what's the purpose of this God? Like, who do you, who do you want me? I have this and both of my parents, um, are both pastors at a church. And so they're both really strong leaders. <laughs> and so I was like the, the, the poster child for leadership growing up. Like I was always the, the leader of small groups or I was the first one to speak. I've just always had that leadership bone in my body. And so coaching other people came pretty naturally to me. You know, I was guiding people, leading people. I had a lot to learn, obviously but I'm seeing the pieces fall together as I continue to grow and learn and continue to just let those questions be there as I go along in the process. Because I, you know, and those of you who watch me on social media, I, I'm not afraid of social. I'm not afraid to hit live Facebook live. <laughs> I'm not like I talk about everything on Facebook live and I'm not afraid to share the real things in my life. And I didn't realize that was a superpower of mine. Like you, we all have super, the Jedi level things that we are good at that I think sometimes we toss to the side cause we're like, well, that's easy. Like, give me something hard. <laughs> and the truth is like my superpower was communication and getting, you know, doing things like this, where like being on a podcast to some people would freak them the F out and <laughs> you know, like different things. But what's cool is seeing how many I see God setting me up for so much more as I continue to learn and grow. And I think that's really important to not forget is that like when you have a posture of growth instead of a posture of like failure or success, like success doesn't come to anybody without failures first. Like we have to grow and learn as we go along in the journey to go anywhere or achieve anything or have progress in any area. Like you didn't just all of a sudden wake up with piercings on your face. No, no, <laughs> no. And they didn't all happen at once because pain, you know, and all the, like that would be a lot of piercings at once. Same with tattoos. You know, people get a little tattoo and then they get more and then they get more they get and more. then they, you know, and then they have a whole sleeve and they're like, I love tattoos now. But, <laughs> But you know, and my health didn't like the me you see today in my health 
I don't eat dairy anymore. I don't, which I love cheese, y'all. Uh, me too. I still love cheese. <laughs> cheese is like my jam. And I'm really sad that I'm dairy intolerant because I love cheese. But, <laughs> and I still, like the fat girl in me still lives in this brain. Like we, I walk by pizza shops and I'm like, oh God, I could eat a whole pizza right now. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just cause it's nostalgia. It reminds me of my childhood. It's. And it's been that constant discovery of ask, like hearing those questions be asked, like, will I, will I ever like get to eat as much as I want again? Well, no, that's the wrong question. Will I, will I want to continue treating my body well? Because that habit that I had, that I remember that was comfortable, it didn't serve me well. And I think sometimes we forget that. Like we forget that those old comforts, that old person that we were, it's not that you don't still love that person or that wasn't a part of you, but take that and press it on your heart and allow it to move you forward into better, honestly. Like those questions that I've wrestled with and like, is this right? Is this wrong? Um, I'm gonna make this decision and do me. Whether it was a success or a failure, it's always been helpful. I agree so much with all that you're saying because you know, and I think a lot of our, we have like two very diverse audiences that are listening to this podcast today. And yes. that's why I was so excited to do it. Um, I was talking to some piercer friends and I'm like, you know, growing up, I was taught what a Christian looks like. And I was taught what a non-Christian looks like. And I'm a Christian who looks like what I was taught a non-Christian looks like. And I was like, also, like your looks can determine what's in anything your about you. And yeah. like, you know, that alone has taught me so much about people. And by accepting me for who I am in my entirety, I can accept everyone else for who they are in their entirety and everyone's differences in their entirety. Because, oh, right now, especially. Holy moly. Yeah, I know out in the world, everything is different right now. You know, but it's, you said it's a unique ability, it's a superpower, and it's what leads to brave conversations like this, where we can talk about faith and we can talk about modification and we can talk about the journey of self-discovery because we've gone through that journey and we are in the middle of that journey and this is the truth that we have found, you know? Mm -hmm. And everyone is at their own truth discovery, they're asking their own questions. And I wanna challenge anyone to ask whatever questions they want because the answers are out there, but you're going to have to find them for yourself. Yeah. And I think that's what leads to true transformation is it's it, what leads to that kind of glowing, like I am who I am is because I've wrestled with all of those issues. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. I just think about, you know, like there's so much diversity right now when there could be unity. Yes. And I think like, I've wrestled with this a lot because I've experienced the diversity too. Like, I mean, everyone watched the Super Bowl, right? Like, let's use a non-corona example for there this, right? Because we have all the examples right now. But like Super Bowl, when J-Lo got up and did her thing, man, like there was two very opposite camps, especially in the Christian realm, right? Like, <laughs> no, that was bad. And yes, that was great. Celebrate <laughs> that. And I think it's just really, it, it breaks my heart that we cannot have conversations without taking them personally. Like yeah. everyone has to think the same way that I do. And if they don't, I hate them. 
and it's like so polarizing and you know we can't change how other people think that's not in our control but we can change how we react and i even did you know i did a facebook live about this and i was like why can't we see like honestly i felt uncomfortable about the whole thing because my little five-year-old boy saw it and that just like in my mom heart and then my husband struggles with pornography that's part of our marriage story and um we actually now we help couples work through we've just been very restored in our marriage journey and our story is starting to come out with that but our experiences have shifted how we view life just like everybody else everybody else's experiences have it shifted how they view life and that's not wrong nobody's like nobody i just believe nobody's wrong people just feel really yeah. convicted about the way that they feel and they they want to be right and there are some of, <laughs> some of you guys really feel like it's black or white that's okay that's just how you see the world that's your unique you know? ability that's yeah, what that's, makes you uniquely beautifully you right exactly and i think instead of like tearing each other down for that we should be self like why can't i just listen to you like jessica i don't want to have a ton of piercings i like my nose piercings right <laughs> but I don't desire to get a 10 more pierce, but I can listen to you talk about piercing and think that is so neat. I've never noticed how much of a spiritual, but that does make sense. Cause when I got my nose piercing, it was very much like, this is changing the way my face looks. And I like that way that it looks. And some people might not agree with it. A mom having a nose piercing. I've gotten some of those comments before they're like, you're a mom, don't your babies pull it out? And I'm like, they literally never touch it. Like, they <laughs> I mean, they do, but it's not a big deal. Yeah. But like, I just, I think if we focus less on diversity and more on unity and just allowing people to be them and know that they don't have to have the same beliefs as me, they, but they all, we all deserve love. We all deserve kindness. We all deserve um, to be treated well. And that's the point. And that us like loving someone doesn't mean we have to like them or be their friend or anything like that. There's huge freedom in that. There's huge freedom in being able to let go of the thoughts of other people and focus in on ourselves and be okay if someone doesn't like it because People aren't gonna love you sometimes, you know? It's just the life that it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, in customer service, one of the things that, you know, I trained my staff on and I was trained on is hearing the question behind the complaint. Yeah. And that is very much what complaints are a gut reaction out of fear. And you once you identify what that fear is, you can come at a middle ground where you guys can both communicate. And I think that can be applied to differences in life is we're all different. We have all different perspectives and there'd be no way for me to have the same perspective as you because I haven't lived the same life as you. I'm not wired the same way as you. I have different skills and different sets. And the same goes for you for me, you know, but you know, and the same for me and really anybody out in the world, you know, it, but being able to communicate, we're all people and people all do peoply things. And we are all unique in the fact that we have insecurities. They might not be about the same thing, 
but we are all insecure and we are all worried about what other people are going to think on some level, you know, and I think that's part of this transformation journey, whatever method that you go through in order to achieve this transformation inside is um, just being able to see each other as each other. Like, you know, what? like when I look at you, I, I don't see the weight loss. I don't see that you had weight before, you know, I don't see your nose ring. I don't see your blonde hair. I see you, you know? And when I see my friends who are heavily modified and they have cheek piercings and face tattoos and I don't see any of that. I don't see their colorful, colorful hair. I just see them, you know? And I think that comes from no longer seeing yourself when you look in the mirror. Like I don't see myself when I look in the mirror anymore. I see my heart. Mm. I think that comes from the transformation. Like my outward appearance is an expression of my in inward transfer uh, transformation. But that's what other people see on surface level. Like, but on people to people level, like I don't see any of that. Yeah, it's like you start seeing your identity. Yeah. And your true identity and what it is. And I think so many of us try and put our identity in other things to start with. And that's a lot I do with my clients is like, I'm helping them instead of find, I mean, so many people don't realize this, but they put their identity in food. Yeah. and how food tastes, um, what food they can have. And when people come to me and they're like, do I have to give up my wine? <laughs> no, you don't. Like you don't, but you, you can't have both. You can't have your cake and eat it too. You know, like if you want health, truthfully, something's got to change because the things that you've done to this point have gotten you here. And I think that's where that, when we identify what we're putting our identity in and instead start getting comfortable with who's inside of us, there's amazing breakthrough that can happen from that. Like I have never felt more fulfilled and contented and there's, don't get me wrong, still a work in progress, but <laughs> you do start to see more of the real you behind the facade of what you put out there or and you start to love that person more following your heart and when you're following who god created you uniquely to be and you start being unashamedly okay with that like i am unapologetically a follower of christ people know that about i mean i used to tiptoe around talking about god because i didn't want to make people feel uncomfortable and the truth of the matter is like God's rocked my flipping world in so many ways. And I don't say it because I want to make feel uncomfortable. I say it because I've been transformed by God's love. Like he's loved me every step of the way when I felt unlovable. And so to, to feel that and to have that change in my life, it just comes out in what I do. And when your identity is wrapped up in your, your, your worthiness, your, um, just who you were created to be, I think, and it's in that positive light, you're living in the light that you were always, I mean, we weren't created to be bad humans or anything like that. We were created to live lives of purpose. And when we're connected to that purpose that God's already put in our heart, it, it moves forward in such a beautiful way where you're changing and adjusting yourself 
but you're taking steps forward to that that person that God originally designed you to do. And I have a feeling I'm so far from that person right now, but like, that's not a bad thing. I'm excited about the journey that it's gonna take to get there. And I love helping other people do that same thing where they get to they get to realize this is your purpose. Like you have a purpose. You you were not just put on this earth to have babies and die. You were put on this earth for a purpose, to impact lives, to, you know, and I think about even your journey, Jessica, and seeing you here today and seeing where you were even 10 years ago, <laughs> like there's a big difference in the person that you're becoming. But you're so unashamedly walking into that. And that's such a beautiful thing to see. Like, I love watching people unashamedly, you know, and without the, like, there's so much abuse in the world right now from other people yeah. on like how you should look and what you should do and blah, blah, blah. Man, it got real dark. It is dark in Oregon right now. Let me tell you. Goodbye, sunshine. Goodbye. <laughs> there's no sunshine today. Um, I'm like, I feel like I'm in a dark cave here. My lighting keeps changing. You know, I'm like, I've got this shadow on my face. I'm like, oh. <laughs> um, but you know, I do think it's, it comes down to, you know, do you know yourself well? Like, do you know who you really are? And if you don't get curious about that person and start figuring that out and there's no wrong answer to that because yeah. you are who you are. And I knew I was always meant to be a healthy person. I, I knew. And there's some people who really don't feel that way and that's fine. But health to you is going to look different than health to someone else. And be okay with what the answer is for you because it, it's you. It's not anybody else. It's you. Yeah. yeah. It's just a beautiful process. Yeah, it really is, you know, and I just appreciate just how honest and straightforward and just like, you know, authentically you that you are. That's why I was so excited to interview you because I was like, this is going to be a great conversation because there's so many different perspectives out in the world and I think that you have a very unique one just on bravery because it's hard it's hard to go online uh, you know especially in the community that I'm in and be like yeah I'm a Christian sup guys like you know but I think you say it so beautifully is we're all on a journey and I've gotten to I've gone through a journey and you've gone through a journey where I can go on media and say that you know, and yeah. there's, you know, there's questions that you got to ask and only you can find the answer to those questions. I can't tell you what the answer is. You can't tell them what the answer is. Um, but to our listeners is, you know, you can't pierce yourself. You're surrounded by temptations right now. You can't, you know, a lot of people don't recommend dyeing your hair right now. No time for a chemistry experience, experiment, but. Although lots of people are and I'm getting a kick out of it, so. I mean, I did, so, but you know, it, I guess that actually wraps it up right there, you know, with me dyeing my own hair, is I, this is my body, it was my choice, and I had to live that question for myself, and maybe it would go absolutely terrible, and I would be bald right now. And maybe it would go pretty good, and I'd be pretty stoked about it, you know? But unless I did it, I wouldn't really know the answer to that. Yeah. Um, but you know, we're, we're in quarantine right now. That is the circumstances today. And a lot of our vices are taken away and a lot of new ones are presented in front of us. 
And it's really a time to wrestle with that sense of self, um, you know, and I guess I just want to encourage everyone who is feeling a little bit down right now and a little bit depressed. And because I, I, I've been reading all of the forums that I'm a part of and a lot of people, they're having a hard time getting out of bed. They're having a really hard time going for walks. Some of the interviews I'll have, they're like, this was like the highlight of my day, you know, was talking to somebody, even a stranger, you know, <laughs> and I think it, you know, I just encourage all of them and I'm encouraging our, you, our listener to start being okay with you and to just do it one step at a time. So, you know, if, and that comes from like accepting the mistake that you made that day. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you are trying to do healthy living and you ate something that you were like, I was doing so good and I'm not supposed to do that don't punish yourself for it you know it's not like bad you know you you made that choice own it you know i think that should be with any choice you know make the choice and own it stand behind it you know that was something that i decided a long time ago is that anything i did i would be okay if it came out about me because i stand by that choice and to be ashamed by that choice is to give it power even the wrong ones and i I think that we can learn from each other because we all have questions and, you know, I can learn from you and you can learn from me and I can learn from you, listener, if I interview you next, Um, (laughs) you know, and by seeing each other's experiences and seeing each other's questions, it'll lead to new questions for us, much like this interview that didn't go according to my questions at all. (laughs) You know, you'll just have to have me back. I will. (laughs) We'll do it again. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't know. Um, Before I let you go for the day, you know, I just wanted to leave our listeners with that piece of information that feel free to be yourself right now, especially when you don't have to worry about your insecurities of having a crowd watching. You know, this is your time with you and it's a gift. Even if it looks a little scary and it doesn't feel like a gift all the time and it feels really hard, um, it is a gift. You are stuck with yourself. So that you can learn to love yourself however that looks like yeah oh that's so true jeff and i i would say like this process of quarantine is going to do something to you it's going to wreck you or it can help you become who you were meant to be and i'm even seeing guys this quarantine is not easy for anybody it's hard for everybody (laughs) and it's been hard for me too like i'm right there with you but because I've chosen to become during this process instead of, you know, the alternative to that, I've experienced joy amidst this. I've experienced pain, but like you said, Jess, it's, it's taking that and like putting and with it and being like, this is what makes it bittersweet. You know, like you can't have the sweet without the bitter and vice versa. We need both. And this season, we're learning to become us. Become you, take the challenge. If you are feeling down, I know so many people are having a hard time getting out of bed. I see you. My husband struggled with depression for a lot of years. There's something beneath that. Get curious about it. There was for my husband and there is for you too. Like there, there is freedom and breakthrough on the other side of pain. And it just takes us getting curious and becoming the person that 
works through adversity, the person that isn't knocked down, the person who, you know, wants to live a better life, who is making the choice to get out of bed one day and maybe not the next, you know, like it's a bunch of little choices that you don't think matter that add up at the end of the day. And that creates you and who you are and your experiences. And there's no right or wrong to that. There isn't. And you know, when you reach that like self-acceptance stage, because it is a stage, you know, yeah. and like with every stage, you might be like, yeah, I accept myself today, but tomorrow I could wake up and be like, this is it that I have bugs me. Who knows? You know? Um, but when you reach that stage, it's just every strip or no longer is like, it doesn't have meaning anymore, you know? Um, and that is something that, you know, I think a lot of people don't quite get because it's really easy to see happy people online and hear that they used to be depressed or you know they used to struggle when you're sitting there you know crying like okay but what about me you know right but like it is like it is so incredibly worth it just to get up and do even just one small thing that makes you you feel better the ramifications from just that one small choice is unbelievable like making your bed or like some of you, it might be making your bed in the morning. It takes like a minute, but it's that one small little win or it's, you know, putting your phone in the bathroom so that you have to get up and turn it off. You know, like those little things matter. And the one thought that I have that just popped into my head, so apparently someone needs to hear it, is stay in your own lane. Yeah. Stay in your own lane in this process. It's very easy to compare right now. Yeah. very easy to say oh so and so is like doing so well and i'm doing so terrible and they're not you no be you you know if you're having a hard day you're having a hard day honestly today was hard for me most of you guys wouldn't know that by like hearing what i just said on here but i didn't want to really show up today i didn't want to you know get up out of my bed i didn't it was just one of those days where i was feeling the heaviness of it all and then it started raining and that's like an entrepreneur's favorite thing in the world because I love gray skies and I love things. But you know, it's a decision every day and I don't always make the right ones. But most of the time I, I'm making steps toward the best me. Yeah. And that only comes from knowing yourself. That only comes from staying in your lane and the best me isn't the best Jess, you yeah. know, it's, it's the best me for a reason. So find your best you, stay in your own lane, and remember that there's no competition except for no. with who you were yesterday. Yeah. Um, I actually, I had an interview with uh, Gal Hannah a couple weeks ago, and she was going through um, this, uh, she was talking to a counselor and she was talking about her biggest fear used to be what other people would think. And would she live up to their expectations? And now her biggest fear is, well, I live up to my own expectations. And that mental shift for her, like watching it from an outside perspective, I've seen just a happier Hannah. I've seen a more ambitious Hannah. And, you know, that that own change in myself, like stop worrying about what will they think? Will they hate me? Will they care? Will they stop listening to me? To being like, oh, Will, if I don't say it, will I hate me? Will I be okay with who I am? Will I listen to it? Yeah. 
Yeah, why are we the last person that we consult, right? Right, I was like, we really should be one of the first. <laughs> As the struggle everyone has to go toward. And I feel like you do figure it out though. Like, I do feel like now I'm asking myself more of those questions and there's more, there's more freedom there. Like I'm able to say, well, what do, what do I need today? Like, oh, I need to like rock out to some rap music or what y'all know I'm a G right here. I'm a G. <laughs> um, you wouldn't know it by my blonde hair and white skin, but I get it down. I have to censor my music for my children. Um, but it's, you know, it's me. It's what I need. It's, it's not what everybody else needs, but it's what I need to sometimes pull me out of that funk to, you know, maybe it's a funny cat video or, you know, TikTok's got some good stuff right now. I love TikTok. Uh -huh. <laughs> I, mean, I have to like set a timer so that I don't get lost on TikTok because I yeah. can easily, easily get lost on TikTok. I'll do it before bed and sometimes it's like three in the morning and I'm like, how did I get here? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Isn't right. that the truth? Okay, well, I think I'll wrap up our call here. Um, but thank you so much, Jalen, for sharing your heart, um, sharing those little bits of wisdom and the little bits of truth, and also for, you know, being transparent with our audience today and um, just being your authentic self. Uh, well, thanks for having me. It was so fun, and I can't wait to, I can't wait to do this again. We're going to do this again. Yes, we are. <laughs> okay, right. love you. Love you too.